Tuesdays for Hope with New Directions right now on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. That's right. And joining us live on the air is the CEO, Kathy Jenkins. Hey, good morning, Liz. I, I thought we were getting some new, really crazy music there for a minute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Way to go, Glenn. <laughs> He's hanging in there. Yeah, we're dancing with ourselves over here. Yeah, that's okay. So, um, Kathy, so tell us, um, give us an update on, you know, any any other updates past Compassion Through Fashion? You know, Liz, we ended up at almost $133,000 gross. Wow. Grossed. That's amazing. Wow. And we netted right at 110. Okay. Is that the most ever? Yes. It is the most ever. Wow. It was a great event. It was so much fun. Um, Being at the convention center, convention center worked with us so well. Uh, We just, you know. Yeah. You know, we had fun, didn't we, Liz? It it was great. It was a great show. So anybody interested in doing it next time and, and participating in it next time, is it going to be in the same time of year? Um, yes, we are looking at March 1st. Oh. Yes. Okay. So, um, which is good for us. It will give us an extra month. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so that's what we're working towards. We've already had some, a couple of new designers to reach out to us who want to design for next year. And, and that's what we generally find is when when people go to the event, they think, well, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And we had, I, I think the final count was 606 people there. Whoa. It That's was huge. amazing. It was huge because we, we had less than 350 last year. So wow. we definitely outgrew our venue. We definitely want to continue to work with the mm-hmm. convention center. And um, so it's exciting. It's exciting. That's what we wanted. We want it to grow every year. Yeah. So now it's on to the next thing. Uh mm-hmm. Over the Edge. Okay. Over the Edge is coming up when? September the 7th. Are you doing it? Oh, man. They have Media Day. What is Media Day? Media Day means you get to go over as a VIP. Oh, I want to go. I mean, I was actually thinking about raising the money for you guys, but I, I would I would love to go up a 17, 19 story building. Well, you are always welcome to raise money. Yes. Uh, yeah. But we could we could you we can, could let you go over as a VIP because yeah. oh, you're a VIP yeah. to us. Uh-huh. I yeah, well do he's it. he you know, he has a show on Easy Radio now. Yeah. So you can uh, get I, Easy Radio involved. Yeah, I could talk about it down on Easy Radio too, because yeah, I don't think anybody talk it. about it. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, you know what? That would be a lot of fun. Um, my last girlfriend said, hey, no way you're going to do that. This this one probably be She'll like. She'll probably push you. Do it. No. <laughs> this one will probably be. Like, well, it's either one way or the other. It's, it's all. Either, it's either somebody really wants you to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like, I really want you to do it. The, you know? the first year, the first year when we were, we were trying to raise money to go over, um, I tagged my three sons-in-law. And said, how many, I tagged each one of them, I said, how many men get the opportunity to put their mother-in-law over the edge of a 17-story building? They all gave money. Legally. Yeah, they all gave money. They all gave money. And you know the Tom Cruise, when he's on Mission Impossible, they're walking down the building. Oh, yeah, no, you can't do that. You can't do that, that, yeah, but that would be cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you brought a special guest with you today, Kathy. I did. I did. I'm really excited. Um, we have partnered with the Chapin Foundation from the very be- from our very beginnings ten years ago, and um, and Chapin Foundation has hired a grants uh, manager 
Annie Schiffmacher. And so I have just started getting to know Annie and look forward to partnering for another year. And and I'm excited that Annie's here to talk about what she's doing and some of the new things coming down for the nonprofits through the Chapin Foundation. All right. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. This is so fun. Yeah. I feel so official. Are you you (laughs) from this area? No, I have been down here about eight years. Mm -hmm. My husband and I moved down here right after college from Charlotte, North Carolina, but have loved it. I think instantly, and I've heard this from a lot of people, we just felt like Myrtle Beach was home. Yeah. When we moved down eight years ago, it was very much like if you want to get planted and rooted in a community, this community will open their arms to you. Yeah. So you are, um, so you're into grant writing. So tell us uh, a little bit of what that means so people understand. Yeah. So actually the cool thing about the Chapin Foundation is we're a private foundation. So we don't have to receive any kind of outside funding from anyone. So I'm actually not writing any grants. Uh, And so pretty much what that means with a private foundation is we're, we're founded from this man named Simeon B. Chapin. And 80 years ago, he was, you know, kind of one of the first people to really invest in Myrtle Beach, buy up real estate. And so our foundation operates off of a trust that he set up that many years ago. And so really how we, how we give money is based on the dividends of that trust and what he set up. Uh, so really we, we get to look at how much money those companies have brought in each quarter, and then we get to give that away. So we're not doing anything really other than, okay, here's how much money we have. So you're like the opposite of a grant. Yeah. Okay. I know everyone's I, I like, understood. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you must be really great at writing grants. I'm like, no. I just get to give the money away. That's so, kind of fun. Yeah. Well, it's nice because it, it takes a lot of the pressure off those applications. But we also, since we're a private foundation, get to be more relational with our grantees and help them through that application process. Mm-hmm. So it's not a so you, know, you, you go online and donate money to all these different types of organizations. So what does the Chapin organ- Foundation like to Invested too, yeah. So actually, in the trust that got set up um, about eighty years ago, we were given kind of five focus areas. Um, those being churches, so local churches in Myrtle Beach, uh, church-sponsored nonprofits, so those can be either locally or, or foreign-based, uh, public libraries, so in Myrtle Beach, that's the Chapin Memorial Library, um, and then public health care. So we've got a ton of nonprofits that focus on health care uh, and then the local YMCA. And so an- another eligibility requirement for us is that you have to be located within the Myrtle Beach area or one mile outside. So Mr. Chapin was super invested in Myrtle Beach and was like, like everything I have. City limits? City limits. Okay. So it's, you know, if, if you're a founder, if you're a nonprofit or organization within those five focus areas mm-hmm. located within Myrtle Beach or a mile outside, you're considered. So how much do you know the number of how much the Chapin has given since its inception? I don't, we've honestly been working, that's a number that we have been trying to track and thankfully with our program, we can start to do that. Um, but I think at inception, we were just around like $70,000 a year. And I want to say last year we were right around like Five million, five point five wow. million. Yeah, and then that's really just based on you know that trust and and how much those companies that are in that trust are able to. Can to you put out. name a couple of the companies? I'm just curious. Yeah, well, so one of our our the main one is Burroughs and Chapin, um, and that's kind of who we receive that biggest dividend from. So the real estate properties that are involved in that investment, um, and 
and well, all who do you give to? Work. Who's some who we give to? Yeah. Oh gosh, we like we give to so many people, and and that's obviously why I'm here with Kathy and New Directions. We've loved partnering with them for forever. Um, but I mean, you name any nonprofit in Myrtle Beach, and we've helped them at some point through mm-hmm. those past eighty years, helping hand the community kitchen. Um, gosh, neighbor to neighbor, neighbor to neighbor, um, my home donation center with echo, um, Myrtle Mm -hmm. beach jazz festival. We're playing a really big role with them this year. Um, coastal school ministries, young life. Um, you can name anything. SC smiles. They're a mobile dental unit Mm -hmm. that goes to schools. Um, we actually played a really big role in the uh, Chapin Memorial library. They're going to kind of launch this mobile library as well. So Habitat for Humanity, whether that's a big sum or a small sum. Oh, I used to love the bookmobile. Did you have a bookmobile? Oh, yeah. 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 Did you have one in your home too? No. No, oh, I was awesome. the first, I was like, this is such a cool idea. <laughs> I like, why don't we? Why don't we do this? I did want have a I want one to come by my neighborhood. We did. Yeah. We did. I, I thought I thought everybody did. Yeah, I did too. And we had a shoe mobile uh, as I got older and I worked in the grocery industry. Oh my gosh. We had a shoe mobile that would come by and sell you good shoes. Oh my we, gosh. We we also had milk delivered to our front porch yes. every Saturday yeah, morning. So too. a lot of things Different have certainly now. changed over the years. Yeah, yeah definitely. But the bookmobile uh, is great because um, it goes into those communities that maybe those kids don't have an opportunity oh gosh, to get to yeah. the library. And I remember being in summer reading clubs and you yeah. would go and sit with someone and tell them what the book was about. And yeah. you try and get through the, it, it was great. It was a community you know, thing when the bookmobile pulled up. Yeah. And I think they're actually partnering with uh, United Way and going to provide a lot of other services mm-hmm. in the, like going to different neighborhoods and, you know, having people help them help residents with their taxes or, well, you know, I mean, the public the library was always the center of the community. Yeah. At least when I was growing up. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I mean, the library was where everything kind of happened. Yeah. And the outreach was at the library. It's a, I think it's an important part. Um, I totally agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. So especially now with the internet access they were providing, you know, maybe 20 years ago, they started offering that mm-hmm. to people. I donated a bunch of CDs to a, a local mm-hmm. library before I left Maryland oh, okay. to come down here. Yeah. And the only reason I got involved in magic was because I asked the librarian if we had any books on magic. And that's where I learned to break See? the toothpick in yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> That's that's where it all started. All right. Well, so um, what is the uh, process of applying for this type of, um, I guess, grant? Do you call them? Yep. yep. Grants. Yep. Um, It's super, super easy. You basically just go to our website, chapinfoundation.org. There is a is a button up there at the top that says login. You pretty much just have to have an account. Mm-hmm. You can create that, you know, just from scratch or if someone's already applied for a grant before, you just log in. And then it's pretty straightforward. You kind of you pick what application you need. If you're a first-time applicant, there's a first-time applicant application. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you pretty much just click what you need from there and then it, it takes you to what we call our LOI, which is letter of intent. And you basically just, if it's a program or it's a, a capital need, like you need something renovated or you need a, a new van, you know, to transport something from here to there, you mm-hmm. pick which one and then you kind of fill out just a little overview of what what that program, what that project is. And, and we look at that and if it me- kind of meets our requirements, you're within the limits of Myrtle Beach, then we'll approve it. And then that take you, takes you to the application and you kind of fill out a bunch of stuff, which what I've heard from um, applicants, you know, who are applying for grants, 
you know, all across the country, grant applications are are really, you get in the nitty gritty. You've got to fill out a lot of information. Mm -hmm. There's Um, a vetting process, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we read through all of those. um, But thankfully, I've heard too from a lot of our grantees, ours or our process, our program is the most functional. You know, it's very, very easy. There are instructions for each step of the way. Um, But we're also just myself and and our executive director, Tori Mackey, are on call for any questions like at any time because Mm -hmm. we're, we love this because since we're such a private foundation, we really can be so relational, you Mm -hmm. know, answering emails, meeting up for coffee, talking about what is in your application. So it's a very much hands-on, not, you know, you'll hear from us throughout the entire process. So um, when the money is dispersed, what is the follow-up process on that? Yeah. So, and that's the most exciting part. We take kind of, if um, we take all of the applications that we're considering, uh, we kind of come up with recommendations and then we take those to our board um, and our board is the one that makes those final decisions. And so we'll kind of lay out, here's who's applying, here's how much for, you know, we really think that, you know, we agree with them and how much they want, or let's see if we can shift this a little bit. They make those final decisions. And then because again, we're so relational, we call people and we're mm-hmm. like, Hey, you got that hundred thousand dollar grant. Wow. You know, we want to share in that celebration yeah, yeah. because we're very much, you know, so we're partnering, you know, we yeah. want to see them grow and we want to be a part of that. And then do you do any follow-up after that to yeah. make sure that you know, the money was used appropriately. Definitely. Well, so we have kind of a mandatory thing that we like to do, which is a grant final report, which is just on our system. So people have to go in and fill out a report of, okay, this is how this went. Did it work? Did it not work? This is how we use the money. But we keep in such great relationships with people that I would consider that we would know that regardless if they submitted a report or not. Um, So we, we love you know, putting on events or things that bring all of our grantees together mm-hmm. because we want to be in such tight relationship where we wouldn't have to look at your report. Like we would want to, yeah, no, you know, see it, see it. Yeah. yeah. Go there, see it, it and celebrate <laughs> it for sure. Very cool. And how long ago did you start in this position? Uh, January. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. so I'm so fresh. So, so you fresh. haven't seen something come to full, you know, fruition yet just we just um when I came on my first day was a board meeting where we were granting um grants for the last quarter of last year okay and so we're kind of just now in the okay they have the money let's see see what they do with it but yeah this past couple months has been just getting out the community went to the fashion show um with new directions and, and just meeting everybody she also came for a tour I do. Okay. And and I and Roped I got tied in. up and stood her up. Oh. Said, Sorry about that, Annie. No, I mean, we hey. Will, we will we will get back around to that very soon. No, and that's what I've I mean, I have been blown away by, you know, just the work that all of these nonprofits in Myrtle Beach have mm-hmm. like what they've been doing. I think I was so blind to it until I started working for the foundation. But even in that moment, I was like, girl, you're doing some important stuff today. I'll come back. Hey, but I cut you off. Tell tell everybody what you thought your first time out for Compassion Through Fashion. Oh, did you I, love it? Yeah, that would be interesting. I have never been to any kind. We have an intern with the foundation, and she tagged along with us, and we had both never been to any kind of formal fashion show. And that was what you think of as an ideal and iconic fashion show. That's what it was. I was like, the food was amazing. There were drinks. I mean, the creative designers that were there. I'll be there every year. 
I was yeah. like, I didn't even know this was a thing, but now I'm hooked. So, uh, and the turnout's been great, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the Showtime Autoglass. Uh, I yeah. have somebody, City Girl. She's a great friend. She loves to help. Um, she's asking, could you help Meals on Wheels of Horry County because they need help right now. Yeah, so we actually, I think we've given to Meals on Wheels in the past. Okay. Um, so really it's just, you know, getting that application in um, okay. and looking looking through it. I'm sure Michael has, yeah. has yeah. applied. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. so it really is just just getting that I mean, I don't in. know if you know the update. Uh, she may not know yeah. what's going on with Meals on Wheels, but they lost their home. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, no, um, we've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So right now they're in a temporary location, um, and so hopefully it'll work out. Anything else uh, last second you want to add? You know, I think we've covered it all. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, Kathy, and thank you, Annie. Yeah. We appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And uh, congratulations Thanks. on the job. Thanks. All right. It's 9.55. Glenn, we did it again. I know. We did another show. I know it. Only three more to go. And then you'll be cut loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in, in morning hell right now. <laughs> I, I did this for most of my career. Got up at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. And it's when hard. I retired, I'm like, never again. Well, here I am. <laughs> here you are. Great seeing all right, y'all. Glenn. Stars all around.